Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Returning to the Earth. I am your host, Hallie. Either this is your first episode, and I am gracious and grateful for you, or this is an episode that you, or this is just me talking, you've heard me before, I guess those are my words. Um, I'm still really struggling <laughs> with, you know, with posting and being transparent, and I've never had such a struggle with this, but it's just something that keeps coming up for me. Um, typing out words is a lot easier, and it's never, like, I. it's always been, if I speak, it's a much easier to get things across, like, I'm very much a voice memo person, rather than an email or a text person, I'd much rather call you or send a voice memo than to, you know, try to make sense of putting words down but lately it's been it's been much easier for me to sit on a typewriter and type out things or to go on my phone before I go to bed and just type out a lot what's on my mind or go on threads and post a little thing go on tiktok or instagram and or drawing you know anything other than using my my voice and um so yeah I, I also something that pisses me off about artists is when I see their work and it's so incredibly beautiful and then they're like, I don't like it. I'm going to get rid of it. And I'm like, this is a piece that I will cherish. If you please don't throw it away. I love it. And it's like my genuine reaction. But lately, my art has been this podcast. And it has been for the past two years. It's what makes me a little bit unique from the rest of the collective. Um, is using my authentic voice just to get something across. But lately, every single time I make a podcast episode, I'm like, I sounded stupid. I didn't have the correct information. Um, and just my mind is really loud and I've tried being transparent on this podcast about that before and that's just every single time and um, it's just really really hard too because within that within my podcast changing that everybody has the patience to say Hallie's stuff is still for me and so as I see followers unfollowing I'm like oh crap like I need to do something but I, I have to reiterate to myself every single morning is what is meant for me will find me and what is for me will be mine and everything that I have right now is what I used to wish for so I just have to be patient with if people don't resonate with this podcast anymore that's perfectly fine and that takes a lot of angst out of me to just be like it's fine it's going to be okay and if it's not meant for me it's not meant for me at one point I just wanted to get rid of this podcast so the fact that I still have 7,000 of you following my thing and I still have a lot of people that listen to my podcast episodes speaks miles for me and so yeah but let me paint you a picture I'm currently setting out my or out but setting at my bedroom window um, I have a few things on my mind. I know that I have to let my parents' chickens out, and I haven't. I just got done with the workout. I just took a shower, um, and now I'm just sitting here in a sweater and some some pants. I don't know why I feel like saying that, but I'm going to go out and do some work outside, and doing that has been kind of a meditation lately, so that's where I'm at, um, and October, we're already past mid-October, which is crazy. It's going to be November soon. Next thing you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving for the U.S., and then it's going to be Christmas for at least half of the world, and then it's going to be a new year, according to scientists. I really don't... Time, just to me, just makes no sense when I'm like, oh yeah, there's a new year. My my year, every year, used to go by school years, so the fact that I'm not in school is weird to me because I'm like, oh, I'm not starting a new year in September, I am just floating through life and that's also been really really difficult for me to gauge things is the fact that I'm not in school and I just got a new job so it's like I was literally just floating around and this new job I don't have like 
a schedule it's just like okay here's um here's some time you can come in for like eight hours and I'm like all right so I come in uh and so not working on a schedule like I've been built to do for the past like 12 fucking years of my life is so weird and I just thought I'd disclaim that but anyhow I could sit here and say oh I'm learning this lesson and oh I'm learning that lesson but I'm not a self-improvement project and things will flow and come and you know ebb and flow and we're multifaceted we're like a layered fucking onion and a million and 12 different things are always going through my head so I'm just going to buckle down I haven't decided what podcast topic I'm gonna have I think I'm gonna talk about a few different ones um one I have a little bit of a blockage around but a lot of people so I posted some stuff on and what I used to talk about a lot in this podcast with others is safe sensuality beautiful sexuality sex in general stuff like that and now I have like a a block around it because of my own experiences that happened a little bit ago that I'm like trying to work through um where I'm like I don't feel like I have the full capacity to authentically speak about it without another person going back and forth with me in conversation um so I don't know fully if I'm going to speak on that quite yet but it's a beautiful part about being human and the one thing I will touch on that is know your body um something that oh my god this is really transparent but something that i i have been um well i do have a blockage around this like it's really really sad that people get really embarrassed and shameful when talking about sex and that's something that i had always like the word sex cringed me out and i would not want to talk about it until i was about like 16 almost 17 like that word i would leave the conversation i didn't want anything to know with that and at one point i was christian and i wanted to wait till marriage and stuff like that and i was like it was just ewy like that's all i can describe it is i would just cringe out like i am scared of um getting my blood drawn like that's the reaction that i had i was like fuck no please do not talk about that with me and now I'm an open book. Um, I love questioning people about their sex lives, but then of course, like a comfortable, like if you're comfortable with this, speak on it. And I just love picking people's brains on that because of the way that every human describes sex for themselves. Um, and sex in general, I do not with every fiber of my being like the word virgin. It just gives me the fattest ick ever. I, it makes me want to crawl in a hole um or scream or you know both because the word virgin comes from i don't know the origination but to me it's like a man takes something for you if i were to allow a man to insert something inside of me it has nothing to do with what i'm giving away to him and that's that um so when i you know people in my life are like oh yeah i lost my virginity it's like you didn't fucking lose shit you gained a new power it's like a it's like a power up almost and sometimes sex can be literally a step down too if it's not if you know you're not comfortable but at least you're learning and so it's it's a hard topic because as i learn through my own life and through you know people explaining stuff or talking to me about their own experiences i realize we don't know jack shit about our bodies I've heard horror stories about people having sex with people and I'm like, you know, we just, we're not educated enough. Like the fact that the tip of the penis and the clitoris on the, like tip of the penis for a man, this is just speaking more binary right now. Um, The tip of the penis for a man and the clitoris for a woman is the same. And so that's why the clitoris for a woman is so sensitive. And women can have like seven different fucking orgasms. Like, 
if you, if a woman is turned on enough, if you touch her hips correctly, she can have an orgasm. If um, there's vaginal, there's clitoral, there's anal, there's, um, that's three, that's four, there's a few other ones. Um, you know, there's oral sex, you know, so many just, that's like besides or- orgasms, but um, there's so many ways. And the fact that also is I am not a straight woman. And so when people go and they start talking about sex, it's like, if you're counting sex, like people count sex as penetration, but penetration can be more than just penetration of a penis. And so there's, there's so much knowledge that goes into all of this. And the fact that, again, it's so taboo, it's so gross to talk about in society when it should be normalized to keep, like, porn is awful for kids. No 12-year-old boy should be looking up porn and then projecting that to his friends. And then his friends go off and do stuff with other 12-year-old girls. Next thing you know, women have trauma over men thinking that women have to sound a certain way and act a certain way and men have to be dominant in bed and, you know, things like this. And educating yourself on things that you like. Some people like fire. Some people like ice. You know, there's kinks and there's, you know, there's different ways to please your partner. And asking your partner, something that was big in my sexual life is my my partners, they would be really astounded by the fact that when I didn't like something, I, didn't, I moved their hand. I would be like, okay, no, I want this differently because I knew my body and what I liked. And so when it came down to those kind of things, the first partner I was with was like, wow, like you, you verbalize when you want something different. Like if I was being touched in a way that didn't feel good, I would move their hand to where I liked it. You know, things like that. I'm like, "Mm, actually, I don't like that. Can you try this? Or I don't really feel anything. Try this. And so I would, when I would like please my partner, it would be asking them what they wanted um, and things like that. So that's just it's a really hard conversation even right now i'm like do i even publish this because i don't know who the fuck is listening to this shit um and this is so fucking vulnerable for me like i can be vulnerable about emotions but talking about sex my upbringing was not christianity but i kind of forced myself to be christian because it felt like a salvation for me as if what it was for somebody for faith and i had a lot of shame around masturbation around again talking about penises i was one time grounded by a friend's mom for saying the word penis and after that i held so much shame saying that word um again i want to wait i wanted originally to wait till marriage i only wanted to be with one partner and now i'm more openly um polyamorous not every single partner i'll be with in the future i want to be polyamorous with but i'm I know that I'm not devoted to one person. Nobody's mine. I'm not theirs. It's we choose, two people choose to love each other and to connect. And also, I was even spending some time with some older people when I was um, living out West and they had a conversation about relationships or friendships. Some people's definition of friendship is you can kiss and make out with your friends and other people's it's strictly we hug and nothing more. I've been in friendships where we'll celebrate and I'll kiss them on the face. <laughs> the first first time I ever kissed a girl, I just got a sound bowl healing at this random place in Boulder, Colorado. I went into like this um, Tibetan shop and I saw these sound bowls and at the time I was obsessed with them and there was these ones where you could sit down in them and me and my friend, we got a sound bowl healing and I left and I was like, oh my god, I feel so much better, like I feel so grounded, I literally want to hug everybody and kiss them on the forehead and she's like, you can give me a hug and I was like can I give you a kiss on the forehead and she's like no you can kiss me on the lips and I was like oh (laughs) like this is like fine 
just being friends and I was strictly just friends with her um and so some friendships is literally so it's also a matter of communication like me I don't find it too weird and it finds it's weird to some people like I love kissing my friends um not like making out with them but some of my friends I'm like yeah can I kiss you on the the cheek the forehead and some friends are like give me a peck on the face and I'm like okay and some cultures that's normal and in America it's typically not but I'm an affectionate person and if they are too and it's not crossing the boundary of oh we like each other what is this it's just platonic intimacy and that's a whole other conversation then that's that um I've had platonic intimacy where I just hold people um I've had platonic intimacy where I just hold my friend's hands and rub their hands or I give them foot massages or give them almost sensual back massages or hair massages or scalp massages but it's strictly platonic um and then sometimes friends for people is strictly we can hug each other but a not for too long you can't cuddle with me you can't be too close to me and that's that and it's not for me to judge if they're not affectionate they're not affectionate um I'm the kind of person that loves to cuddle with all my friends and I haven't had a friend I could really cuddle I think in like six months or not six months like three or four months um where I miss that where I I love hugging people for like 10 minutes rocking back and forth with them you know singing songs with them or crying with them and just sharing a connection um and that's platonic to me I think romantic is when because platonic to me still is also diving really really deep into emotions and sometimes trauma that's also platonic for me and to some people you would never share your deep emotions unless it was your sexual partner and so that's just another thing it's multifaceted to be human to be in relationships and just communication communication and what you want what you need what's your boundaries what is and it's hard too when one friend I've been in relationships where I want to be more affectionate but it makes them uncomfortable so I'm like okay I gotta step back because I'm a hugger I I would love to just sit with you on a couch and just hold each other it can be silent it doesn't matter to me. I love reading poetry and tracing my friends' tattoos. That's like a core memory of mine. Is one person that I loved deeply at the time. We would read poetry to each other at night in bed and I would like trace their tattoos or hum or, you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, so that's that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to share, but there's so much ed- education that goes along with sex um, and sensuality and um, but yeah, you can also explore with your partner. You don't have to be totally knowledgeable about your full body. If you're with a partner, that's one thing that I had wrong in my head is I was like, I can't be with somebody sexually until I know my whole body. And then I realized I don't have to because sometimes your partner can show you what you could also possibly like. Um, so yeah, um, I'm really blanking and drawing a blank. Also, something that is a really hard thing in society is we think that climax or orgasm is the the holy grail, the gold. Um, so we will do things until our partner is pleased. And some, some people just don't. Some people don't think it's that. It's like if they're pleased, then that's fine enough. And that's also not okay. Um, but it's not forcing yourself to orgasm and it's not forcing your partner to orgasm. If they're like, all right, I'm done. Be like, okay, cool. Um, is there anything else I can do for you? that's also in my comfort zone right now and if they're like yeah 
then go ahead. Like, no, hey, I just want to talk about what just happened. Because also part of sex is having aftercare and foreplay. Um, It's also just experimenting. You don't have to be a fucking pro at anything. I think a lot of men, too, their conception is... um, I need to please my partner, especially if it's male and female relationships. If not, I'm a bad man, and that's not true. Um, As long as you're asking your partner what they want... Uh, that's all you need to do. If you don't, like, a lot of men, they feel a lot of shame if they don't make their partner orgasm. I was with somebody who wanted so badly to make me finish a man, and I was just like, I didn't tell him this, but I was like, you know, nothing's gonna come out of this. I'm not feeling it. Um, And I could tell so badly how he wanted to make me finish, and I was like, I didn't, again, it wasn't with words, it was my, with my body language, I was like, no, um, and then there was no talk after that, and I was like, what the, like, for me, sex is, you experiment, and then, like, this foreplay is experimenting, there can be ice, there can be candles, there can be, you know, really anything, there can be feathers, there can be, you know, shit like that, there's literally just hands, you can, you know, try different things with your partner, um, and then there's, if there is penetration or with women, there can be even penetration with, you know, other items, um, like women and women loving. And then there has to be aftercare. And it's really, really hard when there's not aftercare speaking about what e- each other had. And I, ha- I haven't really been in a relationship where there was aftercare. With me, I analyze how I'm feeling afterwards. But with other partners, it's like, if there's not that part, it really creates a barrier between your sexual lives because there's not communication on what you really liked and what you didn't. So let go of the shame of feeling like you have to um, have to A, please your partner fully, um, experiment and make sure you speak about what happened afterwards, hold each other, watch something, um, make sure each other is okay. And yeah, I know it's not that easy. I've been there, done that, where I literally preached about this and then I was in a relationship where I think both people were too embarrassed to even speak on what had happened. And that was also okay because we both didn't have the emotional capacity to be like, okay, well, that just happened. It was more like, okay, cool, move on, don't really speak about it. Um, And so, yeah, um... Yeah, sex does not have to be um, penetration. Sex can also be oral sex. Sex can also be fingering. Sex can also be hand jobs, you know. So that's the end of that conversation. Uh, I think this is going to be a mixed... Maybe it won't be. I don't really know. I I really wanted to do some reading. Um... I guess we'll get into some, I'm trying to think if there's anything more. The people that I've learned the most sex education from is from um, this site called Bed, Bed Educated. And um, I think that's website. And then there is, um, Hitomi, I cannot say her last name, Machinuski. Definitely not right. It's a Japanese last name. Uh, Hitomi, she's a famous YouTuber. Um, she talks about sensuality and sexuality very, very openly, beautiful, beautiful way on um, her YouTube channel. So go on there if you're curious and you want education. Again, it's not shameful or embarrassing. 
be educated、um, or at least be curious. Because every, most humans, not every human,、um, but a lot of human, a lot of human, a lot of humans are sexual beings. And some of them are asexual. And so I also give you guys props who don't like sex. That's beautiful. This episode isn't necessarily for you.、Um, and yeah, so educate yourself. Also, if you're in a relationship with somebody that's asexual, understand their emotional needs. How can you, instead of pleasing their body the way they, They don't want to be touched that way. Ask how they can please their brain. You know, what can you do to help stimulate their brain in a beautiful way that's not inherently sexual? So, yeah.、Um, I really want to add more to this episode just because I don't like having super short episodes right now.、Um, but I can't think of anything else I necessarily want to share. Whoa, excuse me. I really wish I had some people to interview on this because a bunch of people were like, Yeah, make an episode on this. um And yeah, so maybe we'll just leave it right here and see how people want more education on things, but I'll leave it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I thank you for being you and for showing up. And I will speak with you when I speak with you next. Bye bye.